nothing is confirmed. Uh. Yeah. There's no defined rules like like a like a normal job. Mm, like okay. for B-roll, for example, let's say I'm playing a game on this phone uh. and I want the camera from the back over my shoulder, this one is in focus, this one is blurred out. Ah, uh, that one you need someone. It takes like 30 minutes to set it up myself. If you fail as a creator mm. or you find out that you don't like it, it's completely fine to not be a creator. You're better off just enjoying what people create. It's totally fine. Yo! Welcome to another episode of In The Spotlight. So In The Spotlight is uh, it's a platform where I invite my friends, my good friends, uh, and we... I'm a good friend? Yeah, of course! Uh, and we talk about like content creation stuff because my friends are usually uh, content creators, okay? And uh, today we have Arif Sufyan! Hello! This is the Oppo A9 5G, their latest entry-level smartphone. Hey everyone, I'm back for 2024 and what better way to start the year than doing another what's in my camera backpack video. Hello from Novo Resort in Kamigin Island. We arrived yesterday and we're going to be here for four days. Do, do you remember the, the first time of our interaction? Okay, so we, we met online first mm, we met online. and it was very, it was a weird time because that was the pandemic. Uh -huh. So since the time we met online, I think we only met physically afterwards about two, three years later, right? Mm, two, three years. Because it was right at the start of the pandemic. And I know you're going to ask me my impressions of you. <laughs> and, and don't take this the wrong way, but my first impressions of you were you like, that you were such a weird person. <laughs> but it's not your fault. Okay. It's because I was introduced to you by Sean from Elegia, right? Uh, uh, uh. So he told me about your qualifications as a musician and a content creator verification and all that. Mm. But the thing that he left stuck in my head was that you like to leave comments ah! everywhere. Ah! <laughs> so in my head, as someone who doesn't comment as much, mm. you can see like, I'm not... Yeah, as, you're the, the quiet as, one. Yeah, yeah, relatively quiet. Mm. To me, I was like, this guy is so weird. Because I don't know you. Mm. I've only known about you from another person. Mm. So for the longest time, I'm like, this remark is so weird. <laughs> But after we connected with each other, started speaking a bit, I realized you're just a very friendly, bubbly, easygoing person. La. So your comments are very comforting, although people might see it as spammy. But if they get to know you, it's 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 just a very nice gesture. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the first impression of you was like this guy is so weird. <laughs> Sorry if other content creators felt that way as well. To be fair, mm. you do go for a very bombastic intro because after he told me about you mm. and I had that thought of you spamming comments mm. and then I watched one of your videos and then your starting is like <laughs> Ray Ray so I'm like, what? <laughs> this guy is... Because, I, because naturally, mm. I'm a very quiet person. Mm. So like your friends, like I was talking about Melvin, Dennis, mm. they are the type of people that will go let's say in the middle of pavilion and start dancing to get views. Oh, like, I, will, I will never do that. Even vlogging for me gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, after I get to know you, I'm like, it's just very funny. <laughs> Everyone's funny in their own way. Mm. Yeah. So my, my impression of you was a more 
more um positive one. <laughs> I, I, Actually, I, I, I tried it's, it's, it's both also. Nice. I try to keep a very uh cool professional yes. looking image la. Yes, that that that's the thing that I I really um enjoy. Okay, because during the pandemic, you know, I I watch a lot of videos and naturally I'm someone when I watch a lot of videos I will comment also. Yeah. Okay, so I will comment and at the same time, why do I comment? Because I I like it when people come to my channel and they comment. Yeah, yeah. So so in in a way, uh, it makes me want to uh, return a gesture and mm -hmm. especially in twenty twenty one, a lot of people come to my channel to comment. Yeah. And and maybe because I did that a lot, yep, yep. so a lot of people come and bombard me with very nice comments at the same time. So when I stumble upon your um, videos, because I, I didn't know about like uh, um, mm -hmm. Sean told me about you or anything, <clears throat> I, I stumbled upon, upon you before actually he told me. Oh, okay. Uh, so I saw, wow, this is such a new YouTuber, such a new content creator, but so professional. <laughs> I'm like, wow, the, the equipments and the gadgets and the things that you were using and the lighting. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this, this is next level. So my impression was actually quite majestic, uh, quite a majestic one. So, but I guess it's the opposite. Like mine for you was like, this guy's weird and now he's cool. And, and yours for me was, this guy's so cool. Now you get to know me, he's so weird. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> So yeah, so what happened is I, I would naturally uh, um, leave comments and all those things. Yep, yeah, I remember you leaving comments. Yeah, and then some, and, and I like gadgets as well. Yeah. So I like, because I like gadgets, then mm -hmm. I, I get to connect and then both of us, somehow we get to work with Illigear as well. Yep. Uh, so that's uh, also how uh, we get to connect and then about two years later, after the pandemic, then we meet. Yeah, the last year to be exact, for yeah. the Nanlite event. Nanlite event. Yeah, that's the first time we met. And then yeah. when we met, we just continued the conversation like we knew each other for years because we already had so much time <laughs> together before. Mm. Then the icing on the cake, of course, we won gifts yeah, at, yeah, the, we, at the event Both of together. us won gifts. That's crazy. And just a quick note on your commenting, right? Mm. It's worth noting that your comments on whoever's channels you put, right, mm. has a lot more weightage than any normal comment because obviously your account is verified. Yeah. How many, how many subscribers now? So 460. Yeah, so... It's not common to get that type of, of comments, even from my channel or other bigger channels. Mm. So the fact that you, I know you give it out very easily, mm. but to that creator, mm. it might be very big to them because there's a lot of weightage. Raymark, what is it? Blue check? Yeah. It's basically a tick. Yeah. And, and my account on YouTube is uh, actually more special. You, you know, yeah, yeah, double, are, right? uh, it's double verification. So there are some people who have just a, a check mark. So mine is uh, both a check mark at the same time uh, a music note. So it's, I, like, it's like a humble flex. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the other people that have it are Blackpink, Justin Bieber. Taylor Whoa, <laughs> you, you are, you are in that range. It's a humble flex. <laughs> so yeah, lo. so that's how, that's how um, maybe because of that, there's a weight. And maybe because also I use the same uh, profile picture or the <laughs> yeah. uh, I use yeah, the yeah. same profile picture, so people really recognize uh, that profile picture, and they and a lot of kids especially they would just go there and, and click. Yeah, uh, they just go there and click. You even have an article, right? Is it World of Buzz? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, whoa, whoa. yeah, I think it's World, World of Buzz. Something with W at the start, like. Yeah, it's dedicated solely to you. Wait, commenting what on, what, on what was the channels. article already it, it was 
I forgot it's says.com or World of Buzz. I don't it's think it's one, says. One, says.com also uh, mentioned me before, like long time ago. Like, okay, uh, I think the recent like, one <laughs> was World yeah, of Buzz. Yeah, the recent one. Yeah, I think it's World <laughs> of Buzz. Yeah. So, you know, so That's how significant your commenting is. <laughs> <laughs> so I... <laughs> okay. So I would also like to know how, how did you come up with this content uh, creation thing and, uh, and how did you get into your niche? Creating content for me, there wasn't like something that pushed me to create content. I, I got on YouTube very early and when I, what I mean by getting on YouTube is not creating content but I created a channel on YouTube so that I can comment mm. very early <laughs> on. Uh, uh, not really to comment. For me, it's more to subscribe. Uh, mm. That's the right one. Uh-huh. And I can't remember when I created my channel. I think maybe 2008 or something. And mm. I saw yours. Yours nah. was 2006. Six. Two, two years earlier than wow, me. That's but very I think, early I think we are very early because compared to some of my idols like Casey Neistat, yeah, they, our they channels are. are so far ahead created compared to them. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I was on YouTube when it was still a very small mm. community. And I followed a lot of musicians back then. Please don't get offended. Please don't get offended. <laughs> it was Boys Avenue. Uh, oh yeah. They back are big back now, when they, they were in a one one shot with like curtains at the back. That's the only thing they could afford, I think. Uh. David Choi. I followed people like Wong Fu. And then in tech, it was like Techno Buffalo, Soldier Knows Best. Those were the OG creators back then when it's so small. Mm. And over the years, you grow with the creators, right? You mm. see them... Like Techno Buffalo now is a massive business. You know, you have your Boys Avenue with million dollar productions yeah. right now. Crazy. So, no one pushed me to create content, but seeing them grow makes you want to be a part of it and create content. Sure, there's the aspect of fame, money, but you, you just want to create content. So, that's how I got started. And I started a few times because at the start, you can, you, it's quite difficult to think of YouTube as a serious business or career because nothing is defined yeah, now also it's very still very 50, 50. Uh. so i just started created random stupid videos stop created i did this a few times and mm. it only kicked off a couple years before the pandemic oh yeah then when when you started creating content how do you know that oh, uh, this tech and gadget kind of thing is something that you are passionate mm-hmm. in. So tech has always been a very big part of my life. Even when mm-hmm. I was in primary school, I was interested into computers. I was the f- person in the house pushing for laptops. I had, and at that time, for some reason, I really liked Apple products. This was before Apple was cool or Apple dominated the market. Mm. So I had the MacBooks in the plastic shell, the, not the colorful one, the white and black ones. I wasn't uh, I don't think it was available back then. So mm. I was a very early adopter of computers. Apple. Loved Apple products, but could not afford them at the start. I had like a compact laptop, compact computer, mm. Asus laptop, and then Apple from then on. Uh. Mm. And then in high school, despite uh, liking IT, I did not go to the IT, IT stream. stream. Because it, looks like, it looked like a death sentence where people go there to just play games on a computer. So I suffered through pure science <laughs> and barely made it through my SPM mm. because I'm not interested. But, In, uh, but I was surrounded by smart people, uh, mm. way smarter than me. Mm. And then university, throughout my whole university foundation in computing, then I did a degree in cybersecurity and now I'm working in cybersecurity. So tech has always been a part of me. Mm. Any type of tech, I'm very interested in it. So being a content creator, creating in tech was something that just came natural to me. 
cyber security is yep. huge. I, I, I didn't know you are also in cyber security. Yeah. At times, even I don't know I'm in it because yeah. it's not easy being a full-time, not yeah, a full-time creator, a solo creator, solo creator and also having a full-time job. Yeah, it's, A lot of people ask me, crazy. how do you do it? And like, once you see me and you know how I do it, you tell me because I don't know how I do it. <laughs> Just surviving day by day. No, no wonder you can sleep at 4 a.m. I'm like, yeah. That Surprisingly, I get I get enough sleep. So my watch tells me I get seven hours or more sleep uh, every day, every which day. is a lot. Mm. It's just that I sleep very late because mm. a lot of work really starts like after lunch like that. Uh. And because I work from home, I have the luxury of starting around 10, 11, not, not 11. Uh. I, I wake up early also. It's just by habit. Thankfully, I'm not a person that sleeps late, wakes up late. Because then the day is gone already, right? Oh. Are you a morning person? I'm a morning person. I have Even, to be a morning I have oh yeah, to be a morning person. Wait, he's a parent. He's a parent. He has to be a morning person, <laughs> like it or not. But if you sleep late, oh. can you still wake up early? Uh, I can. But I, I will be a bit slightly grumpy uh, on that day. If let's say I, I don't get enough sleep, I will, mm-hmm. like, I will be like, a bit grumpy, you know. Yeah. I'm smiling with one hour of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after this you will just crash. Yeah, I mean if you leave me on this couch, I'll probably just sleep. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, so cyber cyber security, but you have never actually done anything about cybersecurity on the channel. It's it's just No, because more... I don't I don't find interest in talking about it. Mm. First, it's generally a very Yes, Dry. There, there's there's a lot of new vulnerabilities coming out. Yeah. Every day, but what's there to talk about? <laughs> there's nothing much to talk about, and there's already channels doing it. Mm. And yeah, yeah, like you said, like it's generally very dry. dry. I think I would get bored <laughs> Even editing talking. my own videos. <laughs> it's like I'm talking. I would expect it to be a very long conversational mm. video because it gets technical. Mm. I think I would fall asleep editing the video. It, it can be anything like shots, you know, like the. The daily cyber security. No, like it's probably things that you've seen before, like five tips to secure your home uh-huh. network, j- uh-huh. make a long password, things like that. But yeah, it's 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 a very very niche already, and to me, it's not that interesting having work in it. Yeah. I guess it's like a chef that cooks every day. Yeah. Then you then you come back dinner, you want to cook again. You're so late. You're you might be burned out already yeah, from doing that. I, I totally understand where yeah. you're coming from. That's that's why I'm very blessed to be in a position where I think starting last year, I started doing more travel content because I managed mm. to partner with like Tourism Malaysia yeah. for for some content. So on my YouTube, it's mainly tech, mm. uh, long-form video. On Instagram, it's short-form tra- uh, travel, travel video. Hotels. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy those a lot. It's a, it's a nice break la, because uh. I think during, the, during COVID, there was one point where there was so much tech videos being produced. Mm. I got so fed up, bored. <laughs> Basically bored. Uh. You can give me the best thing in the world. Let's mm. say the fastest laptop. Mm. I will not open it until I need to get the job done. Mm. To me, to you, you want to go... The fastest. You want to, you know, to someone else, you might want to mm. go to that laptop and play all the games in the world. To me, I look at it, looking back at me, there's a video to be done. <laughs> I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can totally understand. It's nice. I'm I'm glad there's a it's not a 50-50 balance, but I'm glad there is a there is a mix of content to to help mm. supplement each other. 
Yeah, I think I think a mix is is nice. Uh, at the same time, you can like go for holidays and all those things. Yeah, and, and stay in pretty nice hotels and very nice locations. With that being said, creating content while traveling has its own set of challenges. Mm. It is not. It is not as as easy as people think it is. Yeah. It not is. only you have to carry a lot of things, you have to plan the things out because unlike shooting in the studio, yeah. you can't reshoot like that shot while traveling. You need to get it on the spot. I mean, nowadays probably you can buy stock footage. Yeah, to, stock. To, to, <laughs> to, but I've never done that before. Oh. You can buy stock footage, I guess. But it's worth it lah, because to, for me, when I travel, especially with my kids, I just take out the... I mean, it's not so professional. I just take yeah, out the yeah, GoPro yeah, yeah, and yeah, record. Yeah. Then... When 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 I upload, my kids will be like, "Oh yeah, yep, last yep, time yep, we went yep, to yep. this place." That's that's the main yeah. reason why I started doing like tr- a bit of travel vlogging last time, and not not mm. so much nowadays, because I want to watch back these videos when uh, I get older, or like my wife's <coughs> nieces. Every month, I think they watch the travel videos we did because kids like watching this. They're like mm. we're on TV, they're yeah. very happy. So yeah, that's the main reason I did the travel related content like vlogging style my tech reviews are probably after the last review of the video before posting i don't watch it again yeah. <laughs> i don't want to watch it again <laughs> if it's out yeah, it's but the travel out. videos sometimes when i bought i watch like uh, like a honeymoon vlog or a thailand vlog mm. it's fun it's fun it's fun yep. yeah i that's that's what i that's what i do also because i do mainly music but mm. then from time to time, I have a bit of tech as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I have sound card because I really, I've, I've a big, I'm a big fan of sound cards. Uh, you can see from all the yep, speakers yep, over yep, here. Yep. Uh, so. And you, you're very lucky in the sense that you recorded everything hmm. many, many years ago. Yeah. Before it was a thing. Yeah. So you can post like, yeah. I don't think I have any videos of me. In my, in your college or high school. Yeah, I have pictures, but you know, I I never had the foresight. What were you thinking when you recorded those videos? Uh, so, okay, I I have this problem. <laughs> uh, hoarding. No, I I cannot remember faces and names. I I don't know if any of you can relate to that. Uh-huh. I I am someone who can I talk to you here and and I turn back and I turn back to you. I will have forgotten your name. Uh-huh. Uh, I would know your face, but I've forgotten your name. Uh-huh. And if we don't keep in touch. Uh, or if you don't have social media for a pretty long time, I will have totally forgotten about your mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or maybe I know you, you, you existed, mm-hmm. but uh, to, to the me... The name, the name yeah, doesn't come. Yeah, okay. it doesn't come back. It's mm-hmm. like very difficult. That's, that's normal. Yeah, so when I was in college, I was teaching martial arts. Okay? But you were teaching? I was teaching I thought you were just arts. learning. And, and there were a lot of students. Oh, that was a very... There's a... <laughs> Top stereotype, right? <laughs> this Asian, Asian guy who teaching plays the martial piano arts <laughs> and teach martial arts, you know. So, yeah, it's as a, a student or as a student. Oh, okay. Uh, as a University student. club. University club. Okay, just some casual. Yeah, so semi casual stuff, lah. I, I, I was really I. Okay, I'm also an introvert. Uh, if you, by nature, lah. Yeah, by nature. So I have social anxiety uh, mm-hmm. as much as uh, many introverts. Okay, but. When I go to the martial art class, and if I'm supposed to teach, I cannot be like, I'm very scared, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I have to force myself to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. fake it to until yourself. I make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in order to remember names, I take pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. And that's why, uh, during those days, the pictures, I upload them on Facebook and multiply. 
and then the videos I was looking for uh, Google video and and uh, YouTube. So last time we have Google video, yeah. <laughs> so and YouTube wow. back then uh, Facebook wow. doesn't have video yet. Yeah, so <laughs> I I uploaded them and then one of the video uh which of me playing piano it went viral. Mm. Then from then uh, I became technically a YouTuber lah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think the normal thing to do would take would be to take pictures or create a contact card, add a picture. Yeah. It's the fact that you took videos which made you so much different. Yeah. And I think people nowadays also don't take as much videos as you did last time. Mm, nope. The good thing is, despite the resolution being quite bad at that time, mm. with AI now, Whoa. there's a lot of upscaling you can do. Yes. So you can, you can bring back up those videos. Mm. I, I am so happy. That, I, I mean, I've been trying like using uh, Adobe and all mm, mm, It's mm. still not as good. So I'm, I'm looking into AI on video upscaling. No rush, like, it will come. Oh, it will come. Yeah. How do you store your videos from back then? Uh, so back then the videos are not as huge as today. Uh-huh. Uh, so that means you have to keep exporting it out. I keep exporting. So I have multiple hard drives. Uh, multiple hard drive with the same videos. Oh, that's good. Redundancy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I because I started YouTube because of hard drive fault. Hard drive fault. The hard drive went faulty, uh-huh. and then uh, look for I look for uh, somewhere I can store on cloud. So oh, back, okay. back then, uh, well, cloud back then, X drive, Y drive, Z drive on the internet, it, it was very expensive. So not really creative for the names. Yeah, <laughs> just the alphabet and drive. Yeah, they just put there xdrive.com. But uh, come to think of it, X drive sounds, yeah. sounds a bit sounds sounds, yeah, sounds a bit adultish la, com- compared to the other drive. Sus. Yeah, <laughs> sounds a bit sus. Yeah. So I, I also want to know, uh, since you you got into this tech thing, so initially. Uh, do you like buy your own things or you 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 already able to ask? Because you, you were so small. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. At the start, you definitely have to buy. Mm. It's either you buy or... If I'm giving advice to someone, mm. if you want to create tech content, it doesn't have to be the latest things. Mm. Just get whatever you have, whatever laptop you have and create content on that because you can showcase what you're capable of doing as a creator. <sighs> But I think if I'm not mistaken, back then I bought some stuff here and there. Like I remember I created videos about the MacBook that I had. Hey guys, so today I've got a quick unboxing and little review for this thing I ordered from US. Mm. And over time, you know, you you get to work with brands. And the reason that Illigia is special to me, despite a lot of stories about <laughs> it, <laughs> cut, cut, cut. <laughs> is that they were the first to pay me to make videos. Mm. Yeah, thanks to thanks to Sean. Mm, yeah, true. But yeah, at the at the start, it's a lot of doing your doing your own products, and then you if you're smart, you start reaching out to brands. But ideally, you would have something to to show for, because just put yourself in their shoes. Why would they want to loan you a product mm. if they don't know what you can do? Yeah. And now, I think I'm in a position where. If I ask for something, I think it's a 50-50 thing whether I can get it or not. Mm. And if I don't and I want to be on the bandwagon of creating that content when it releases and it, it makes business sense, I just buy it. Yeah. Sometimes, I don't ask for the product even though I want it and I just buy it just for the simple fact that I do not want to be tied down with expectations. Yeah, yeah. That, that is very true as well. Yeah. Mm. Because when, when I receive... Uh, products from companies and all those yeah. things, then there, there will be a certain... Expectation, uh, expectation. deliverables. <coughs> uh, uh, 
uh, uh, if there is a payment, there is more expectation. Uh. If there's yeah, no yeah, payment, yeah, yeah. they usually they they don't expect that much. Yep, yep. Uh, because a bit more yeah. relax your uh, your project. Uh, so so I I can truly understand uh, the the <laughs> the the thing about it. Oh wow! Just know that it's not a simple. It's not a very fast process. Mm. It's very unlikely that it'll be fast unless you're very good and you're very viral or something. It's mm. a very slow, calculated process of creating content, sending out emails. Um, this isn't related to my tech, but for my travel, like one of my first few creator trips, my myself creator trip, yeah, not like a sponsored trip to Thailand, mm. I wanted to get like a hotel sponsorship, which I didn't get Spoiler alert. Mm, spoiler but alert. what I did was I contacted more than 300 hotels in Bangkok. Wow, I have a, next I, level. I have, because that was my first trip as a creator. I have nothing to show for. Yeah. And thankfully, Thai people are very friendly. So yes. I had a Google sheet of the hotel name, PIC, email, phone. Did they respond? What did they respond with? What are they giving? And some other notes lah. And oh. I think out of 300 hotels, about 10 replied me. Because, oh. you know, you're, you're a small person. And I think back then, my negotia- negotiation skills in my initial email wasn't that good. And out of the 10 hotels, two hotels in the end gave me a discounted rate. Mm. That's all. Mm. And g- getting that discounted rate put me like on cloud nine. Man. I was so happy yeah. because I was like, wow, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a lot of effort. It's, it's a lot, lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Wow. I mean, I, that, that is a lot of emails to send. So, because so yeah. far, I've, I've uh, talked to so many friends, not, not, not in like, interviews like this, but because I, I, I've been talking to people for a very long time. Joseph Germani is another yeah, yeah. Uh, creator. One of the that really, OG Malaysians. Yeah, he is like you. He, because when he was very small, he actually sent like uh, four or five hundred uh, emails. Yep. And only one, two replied. Yep. Yeah, so... <laughs> just put, always, whenever you're contacting the companies for mm. whatever reason, travel, tech or whatnot, always put yourself in their shoes. Yes. You read your own email, would you reply to this? Yes. To this noob? Yeah. <laughs> or however you see yourself, this pro. Mm. And it, it's good insight or have someone else read it. Mm. Because... How they feel. Because your first impression is very important. So mm. nowadays, I think I've got it keyed down already. Um, a good introduction email of me asking something mm. what I expect to return uh, wording also is important obviously important. you don't want to be like I expect uh, free, free rooms yeah. in return yeah. the yeah. the political way to say is I am happy to like receive any form of support that you are comfortable with or something like that I kind of pusing-pusing you're so good yeah. <laughs> you have to be very political everything is very vague you know in the first email yeah. because you don't want to seem like a very brat la, asking for things and there, mm. so you you test the waters a bit. Yeah, because because there are some people who really just ask. Uh, for yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Give me free some, room. Some influencer. Some, some people, yes, because <laughs> they're very spoiled brat la, kind yeah, of thing. Spoiled, or spoiled. but some Malaysians, their professionalism is just not there. La. It's yeah. not that they're bad. Like the influencers, some of them are memang spoiled brats. Yeah. But some general Malaysians, they just don't have the sense of professionalism to... And the uh, copywriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they cannot write in uh, the way that 
Mm-hmm. It's comfortable for the it readers. Just looks, it, it comes <laughs> off as very bad, but who knows, mm-hmm. they might be a really nice person, they just don't know. Yeah, they just don't know how to like write it properly. Mm-hmm. Wow. So aside from this, what are some of the other uh, challenges that you usually <clears throat> face? Well, tying back to the previous point at the start is obviously for like a tech reviewer is getting products. Mm. You know, what are you going to create? And you just have to, like I said, create what you already have just to showcase your skills. You can buy the product and then work your way into uh, getting the products. But now, as a semi-established creator, the problem is deadlines. <laughs> Oh, well, that's companies, tough. companies generally, for some reason, all of them generally give up to two weeks to mm. to get a video done. And for me, a comfortable timeline would be around um, one month. Yeah, because that's what I think also. There's so many yeah, other things. I mean, putting the project aside, life has so many other yes. things in store for you. And reviewing a product is actually very time consuming. Very time consuming. It's not the shooting. It's the testing and scripting takes a lot of time. And I try to keep it, this year I try to keep a long form video to maybe two to four in a month. Mm. But it's really not up to you whether, if you plan to to do two to four, if the company comes knocking in, it's like, yeah, I have have this phone, which happened recently, I have this phone. Do you want to review it? You can can say no Uh and then get left out from the other creators get left out from the, the way for people creating this content mm. or you can suck it up and do it. So, well, I said yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I niggle. They, they usually give two weeks but I say, give me, give me three weeks. Mm. More, more, more often than not, I get yeah. to create it within the timeline mm. if I really set my mind into it. Mm. But the extra time is just a nice cushion like, in, case yeah. something happens. in case something happens. Anything can happen, yeah. Yeah. But, if, if let's say, like a phone, for example, do you get to keep the product or it's a loan unit you have to return? As you know, with this life, not life, like this, uh, this industry, nothing is confirmed. Uh. Yeah. There's no defined rules like, like, a, like a normal job. Mm. So more often than not, it depends how you negotiate things with the company or the company already has some the rules. Budget. Yeah, like uh. this phone that I got a couple of days ago mm. uh, is loaned mm. and not paid. Mm. For some reason, I've asked all the creators that has worked with, let's not mention names, okay. <laughs> this brand, they don't pay people. Uh. And the first year I worked with them, of course, I'm very excited because it's, it's, such, it's a prominent brand. Mm. brand like it's not Apple, but you know, it's still a very big brand. And I did, I covered almost all their phones. Mm. Then last year, I got a bit tired doing the phones. And this year, and I rejected one of their phones. And this mm. year, I think I'm just going to do just a few phones. I don't mind that uh, they're not paying me because I get good, like I say, with the wave of people watching the, the, yeah, that, the that videos. A, a, but a I also, revenue. it's more of me putting too much time for this brand. But even the phone is not for you. Yeah, it's not for me. Huh. Uh, um, <laughs> that, that I wouldn't take it. Yeah, but like I said, like, as a it's, tech reviewer, yeah, as a tech if reviewer. you don't do, someone else will do. Yeah, I'll let someone else do. <laughs> yeah, but there, I, I, I always, if I'm not getting paid, I will very be very careful, careful when selecting the project. Like this brand, mm. I know long term is going to be good because mm. they have like the ambassador programs where uh. they fly you off to many, many places. Like last year, their 
ambassadors went to like Europe, Spain and all oh, that for that, the that launch. So I always keep that in mind. I even when I reject their products, I say just I everything is in good terms. Mm, Basically, we're just like friends when we when I talk to their PR and marketing. Mm. I just be honest that I don't have time for it. And I have asked them about payments. They just say they don't do it. And it's not just to me. I've asked every other creator. They just don't pay. Mm. Sometimes when you're working with big brands, mm. they just have the upper upper hand, and you don't have much negotiation space. Mm. And f- especially for products that are about to be released, it really matters if you get in the first wave of people releasing products. Mm. So like Sony when they release cameras, yeah, those videos they don't pay. Mm. But if you don't do, you miss out a lot. Yeah, because everyone is yeah, doing yeah. it and everyone is searching for it. Like yeah, but this year, this year I, I, every year I get more selective on where I put my effort mm. because as much as I like doing videos, it's now a business that I have to run and I need to make sure it's financially viable monthly. So it has to be a mix of, yeah. of paid and not paid. And you projects. have a full-time job at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I think having the full-time job is the only reason why I can do some jobs for free. Otherwise, it will not make business sense at all. It takes so much time mm. and there's so many bills to pay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy. So along the way, you, you sure have like burnouts and maybe some haters here and there. How, how are they like? Generally, for me, there is no haters because mm. I... Yeah, it's very I, hard to hate you. <laughs> It's not that it's hard to hate me. My content is very... Professional. Evergreen. Uh, evergreen. You can have professional political content that will get a lot of hate. Yeah. Mine is very evergreen where it's very safe. I don't touch on sensitive topics. No sensitive. Like even on my Instagram, I don't share the recent like war happenings mm. because I've heard people getting shadow banned, getting blocked here and there. Yes. I try to keep it very to what I do. Yeah. And like both travel and tech is very evergreen content. There's not much to hit. Sometimes I might get something technically wrong mm. and then people comment on me. I, I always try to take things in a positive way. But if they purposely write bad things, it's either if I can outsmart them, I'll reply. Mm. <laughs> you cannot yeah. resist from doing that. Mm. Or you can just delete the comment or block them from your channel. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I'm thankfully in a position where I don't get attacked too much yeah, from haters. And in terms of burnout, I think every year I am reaching the limit of getting there. <laughs> I haven't reached there yet where I'm completely like, <laughs> but because I do everything myself. Yes. From the everything. PR, the talking to people, the scripting, the editing, the the talent, mm. <laughs> the talent, mm. the music design, the lighting, everything, lighting, the, the the posting, the yeah. promoting. Mm. It's, it's actually it's, it's very tiring. So that's why I'm trying to scale down a bit and just do projects that are very significant to me. And this is even saying no to projects that I want to do just because I need to take care and make sure things go well in the long term. Mm. So I am close to burning out. The, the, the next best thing to do is obviously hire people, but I cannot wrap my head around like giving my video for someone to edit. Same. I cannot. I think I, I think I, no matter what, I'll still do editing. Maybe yeah. I'll get someone to do testing and scripting. But uh. then there's ChatGPT. Uh. But although the, the info is quite outdated, la, I think uh. there's, a, there's a cap to the year they, yeah. they get the 20, info from. 2021, I think. Like two years back. Uh. Unless you latest version of ChatGPT. Yeah. Like the, paid yeah, one. Yeah, the paid one, 
It's not that they can access the latest one. It's just that they have a built-in browser feature where they can read the latest mm. like articles or something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have dabbled with the idea of hiring someone like an editor or something, but cannot wrap around my head of giving my videos and expecting someone to give something back in return. If they're good, obviously they're expensive. I don't want to pay expensive, then I'll get something bad and I'll do double my job. True. True. Same here. If I receive something that is very high end, usually yeah, yeah, yeah. Just maybe maybe in the maybe if things go well, I'll consider just hiring like a general assistant mm. because certain shots, because I want nice aesthetic shots for like B roll because I think my A roll is already nicely set up. Mm. Everything is fixed already. Mm, like okay. for B roll, for example, let's say I'm playing a game on this phone, uh. And I want the camera from the back over my shoulder. This one is in focus. This one is blurred out. Ah, uh, that one you need. Someone. It takes like 30 minutes to set it up myself. Uh. But if I have someone, all they have to do is just stand behind me and press that thing and within yeah. one, two minutes, I'm done. Uh. Uh, those are the challenges <laughs> as a solo creator. <laughs> Unless your, your wife can do it for you. Yeah, but sometimes, uh, but uh. most of the time, it's just me. Yeah, totally understand. <laughs> so, uh, if there are people who want to become uh, like you like, or, or general content creator, what are three advice that you can give them? It just so happens that my brother wants to start creating cooking reels on Instagram. Ah. And of course, he asked me things here and there. But one, one thing that struck out the most to me is that he says he wants to plan out 10 videos and then shoot them in bulk or in consecutive days so that he has content to post over post. the next few mm. days. And I told him that generally that is a very bad idea because for content creation, if you want to get started, you just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to get started. Like me, I learned it the hard way because I tried to learn everything, tried to have the perfect video, tried to you know make sure everything looks good. Mm. But if you aim for that, no video will come out. Yeah, no video. Your first 10, 20, 30, 50, maybe up to 100 videos are going to suck mm. without a doubt. Yep. But most importantly is you just have to do and learn. And the most important thing from posting videos, even though they are bad, is that every time for the next one, you just, you just aim to improve just a bit and mm. you will, by 100 videos confirmed, you will be good already. <laughs> yes. and, and to put it in context for people, maybe they're not creators yet, what I mean by improve a bit, because I scared to them improve a bit is not realistic. Mm. I'll give you some realistic examples. Let's say your first video the is too bright. So many things you can change like the ISO aperture, lighting or in your edits. Those are small but very impactful changes that you will learn from doing bad videos. Now let's say the next one you have uh, subtitles with a typo. Very common error, common even, error. For, even for people like us. In your next video, you can put in like, I'll review this three times or get someone else to review it. So those are the small changes that I'm talking about. It's not big stuff that you have to aim for. Just aim to improve a bit every single video and you will be fine after, you know, how many number of videos. Yeah. What, what other advice do I have? Communi communication skills is very important mm. in this industry because at the start, more often than not, you don't have much to show for. So it's how you talk, how you present yourself, how you ask for things, how you tell them what you want to deliver. Mm. And a funny thing about, I think some of how things are in Malaysia 
is that we are generally very nice, welcoming yeah. people. So you're not going to expect where I'm going with this point. Mm. So let's say, <laughs> like recently, the S24, Samsung S24 came uh, out. Yes, it's a huge thing. Yeah, but you see, right? Some of the content creators that get the phone create really garbage content. <sighs> I don't like saying things like this. It's just how it is because I don't want mm. bad karma to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just how it is. And why do they get the smartphone to keep is more often than not, they have very good communications and connections with the Samsung PR or agency people. Yeah. So you don't always have to be the best, but you just have to be very likable and know how to talk your way to get things. Mm. It's, it's, it's a very unfortunate... Very unfortunate. Very but, unfortunate. But today... You, sometimes you find that people who don't deserve it get things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But today, when it comes to things like copywriting, a lot of people are starting to use things like ChatGPT and other things. I've, I've used ChatGPT yeah. a few times to give me an outline mm. that I work on. But people just copy and paste. <laughs> but you, after a few times using it, you realise that ChatGPT has a has a few words that they like using one. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so people can can tell out like I mean I'm fine with using it to give a like a ranker a foundation mm. for you to work on. But obviously you have to input your own uh, I don't know your your own twist to it because you do not want to be the face of ChatGPT. Mm. So you need your own voice into it. Mm. Also, you're probably not gonna expect where this is going. Contradicting. <laughs> If you fail as a creator or you find out that you don't like it, it's completely fine to not be a creator. Mm. It might be a cool thing that you see, but it is really not for everyone. Yeah. The amount of work that goes behind the scenes and up to a certain point, right? You might do it for fun now, but mm. after a certain point, it is a full-on business where you are the CEO, CMO, CFO, CTO, all the Cs like, in the world, you are... Everything. Yeah, everything in and one. Tech is a very big industry where, like I said, if you don't do things, someone else will do it. If mm. you, if they don't want to match your price, there's someone doing it cheaper. Yeah. And I'm not really worried about the tech scene because not many people want to join into that. But for travel content creation, mm. a lot of people like the idea of it. Yeah, one can, one of the travel. videos that a lot of people share to me is of this, you know, FPV drones. Uh. Like all this epic, uh, drone, they fly up, they dive into the with the waterfall next uh, to them. Uh, yes. And then people say they want to do it. First things first, flying an FPV drone is difficult. insanely difficult. I uh, have one uh. and I don't even know how to fly it because it takes a lot of hours to build because it's basically 100% manual. Mm. You cannot fly a normal drone in that diving position. All the security features will not allow yeah, you to do that crazy allow. thing. It will just fly away. Yeah. Uh. And then... Because going back, I mean, still referring back to the example, waterfalls are not located next to parking lots on highways, you know. It mm. requires a hike somewhere deep, yes. at least at least like one hour to find really good ones where it's not populated. So mm. it's not like your, your charter van will go there and then the waterfall is there. Then you have the logistics of, besides the car, mm. carrying a bag uh, full of gear because these FPV drones, they're small which also means their batteries are small. Mm. So they only fly for maybe five, eight minutes. So you definitely have to bring a lot of batteries. Then you obviously need uh, a tripod because you need to capture 
yourself flying it, right? It's, if not, if not, people yeah, don't know it's you flying it. it. They need to see you flying it, then you transition into the drone video. <laughs> so, it's really not for everyone. Mm. I can say from personal experience, the travel videos is by far more tiring than the tech videos I do in my in the comfort of my studio. Mm. Out there, anything ha- can happen. Rain. I've had to hike with a 10-15 kilo backpack <laughs> full of camera because you have to bring gear gear yeah. that you might not use, but in case you need it, you have you to bring have it. To use it. So my backpack easily has one camera, two lens, one drone, one remote, filters, laptop and whatnot. It's super heavy mm. and I've had to hike with it before. Oh. So... <laughs> I think we were here for like 10, 20 minutes. Nothing much to do. Where are we going after this? To the old church ruin. It's, it's really not for everyone. And one thing that you might, a lot of people might not think of at the start is that if you create content when you're traveling, whether it's for vlogging or whatnot, there's a very high tendency for you to live behind the camera. Mm. So you're completely out of your travel and mm. you're just you know, living behind here. Mm. So that's how I was at the start, recording every single thing. And, you know, you, you wasted your trip love, because it's not confirmed that you're going to have a nice video out of it. But yep. most of the time, you're just behind the camera. Mm. So now, the way I approach it is, <clears throat> if I travel, I know what I'm going to shoot. Like, if I go to Thailand, I want to cover this cafe, I want to cover this hotel. So I'm only, <clears throat> I only turn on creator mode for when those you times. Are in those the rest of the time, I... You really travel lah. Travel lah because uh. that's the point of you going there. Yeah. It's exactly. not easy. Yeah, so really, it's not for everyone and if you don't like it and if you don't make it, it's yeah. seriously okay. Yeah, it's seriously okay. Yeah. You're better off just enjoying what people create. It's totally fine. Mm. It's totally fine. Yep. Wow. So I, I hope in this uh, entire conversation, you guys uh, get to learn a lot from Arif. You know, like... Uh, his, I hope they his, don't. I hope the takeaway isn't don't become a creator. <laughs> <laughs> Less competition. <laughs> so if you really like uh, this this podcast, um, share it with your friends uh, if you can, you know, because it's still a very new thing that uh, yeah. we have just uh, started. So, uh, and please do subscribe to both of us. Uh, click yeah. on the subscribe button. <laughs> I don't think it's there. Yeah, it, it, it will be somewhere, somewhere I'll down just, here. I'll just drag it around. <laughs> Okay, so thank you. Subscribe. Bye. Bye.